It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, you show me in pursuit. But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. Hey guys, Jason coming at you again with my co-host Rich in Victory Brand Studios. Yes. Um... Uh, like I was telling Rich before, if you guys go to our website, you can find all information about Victory and their brands and everything that they dabble in. They, uh, I mean, even their boutique has got some cool stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, your your custom hoodie you were ordering should be ready here pretty quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Your code hoodie and the other one. Oh, both of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, heck Yeah. I'm all about it. You know, we need to tell them, I guess, on our uh, Code 05 stuff, mm-hmm. that if they wanted to on the sleeve, they could put, like, their logo or something. Or oh, they, they listen to, like, every episode. <laughs> well, at least somebody listens to us. I know. There for a little while, we had a couple of listeners in California. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like us too much, I don't think. Oh, we've expanded. We've gone into like four more states now in another country. Yes. I can't remember the the country, though. Oh, it was like... It was uh, like... Uh, what it was it? Pakistan. Ah, Pakistan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you need to tell them, hey, you listeners in Pakistan, stop robocalling me. Yeah, no right? kidding. I don't need a warranty. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, uh, on my way down here today, mm-hmm. I stopped off at the store, grabbed a couple of drinks to bring down here, mm-hmm. walk in the store, and the way the people were standing there, there was two clerks behind the counter, and then there was a customer there, mm-hmm. and the way he was pointing and his voice was kind of elevated, I thought I was like walking into something, and I'm like, oh man, am I going to have to tell these people to knock this crap off? So I'm just trying to be a civilian yeah. walking into this mess. Well, I, I'm, I walk in, I walk behind the guy and go to the cooler, and I'm hearing him. And the guy it got turned around somewhere, and he's trying to get to another town that I've been to quite often. I mean, you did too. Mm-hmm. And um, from where he, we are, the the town is like southeast of where we were, and it's like a 45-minute drive. Right. So I walk to the cooler, and these two clerks are trying to give him directions. And they said, yeah, just get out on this highway right here by the store and then just go east, and you'll run right into it. Oh! And I'm pulling the drink out of the ca- out of the cooler, and I go, "No, he won't." Mm. And they kind of get quiet up there, and then I close the door, and I grabbed a different drink. They were walking up there, and I go, "If you get out on that highway and go east, you'll never run into that town." No. And he was like, he kind of looked at me like, "Who are you?" So I was trying to tell him which way to go and how to get there. And the clerks were like arguing with me. I'm like, I'm like, no, the it's the town is southeast from here. Right where y'all are telling him to go is just east. And they said, yeah, if you get on the highway and just go east, you'll run right into it. And I was like, no, he will he will never run into it. No. 
And uh, so what happened was I got outnumbered by the ignorance, and the ignorance won. Did that man really drive east? Yeah, he got out on the highway, and I mean, I followed him, and whenever I turned to go south to come here, he kept going east. Oh, man. Because he pa- he missed his turn to go south, which, mm-hmm. I mean, if you take it that way, the highway curves and goes right into that town. Yeah. So, Why would they not just, just go out here and you'll get to the, before you get to the overpass, you just go. Start. Well, say he argued with me because he had gone south the direction I told him to go. And he said, I went there a ways and I never saw it. And I was like, well, I mean, it's like 45 minutes away. It's not, it's not close. And he, I, the way he was talking, I don't even, he didn't even go halfway. Oh. Uh, so he's, you know, telling them, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And he's just going to go east. And then as he's getting in his car, I was like, hey, you might want to go over there to the pumps and fill up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why? And I was like, because if you're going east to get to that town, you don't have enough gas because you ain't ever going to make it. No. Jeez. I mean, unless he wanted to go that way and like circumvent the world or something and come back and then I ask them again. Hey, I got, I got lost. I don't know. Hey, I'm back. And it's like, look, I mean, I kind of know where the place is. I, you know, yeah. For like a four or five month period, I went there. Like nope. Nobody in this every day. Cell phones pulled out. No, I guess the guy didn't have a smartphone. How? I don't know. How? And he wasn't that much older than me. It's so. twenty twenty two. Yeah. How do you not? And the vehicle he had was kind of newer, and it seems like all the newer vehicles are have like a GPS in them and stuff. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I this dude's in the Stone Age. Yeah. Jesus. I was like, man, is this going to be one of the things where he's probably one of those that doesn't text and, you know, doesn't oh, have man. email on his phone? And They're going to freaking, they're going to be a freaking bolo for that guy. <laughs> last scene, last known location. And then <laughs> yeah. people are going to be like, they're going to be on the news. Oh, I saw him. No, it told him where to go. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Then I could get on there and be like, yeah, I was there when everybody was telling him where to go. And I told him the correct way. They told him the wrong way. And he just kept going the wrong way. Mm. Mm. But And I was trying to convince him. I was like, dude, I've been there. I've gone there a bunch of times. I mean, a friend of mine, his mom, when we were younger, was like uh, taking like some college classes down there. Mm-hmm. And for whatever she was doing, she needed to, like, as a part of the class or whatever, do, like, tests or something. It was – she was a school teacher. So we would go down there and help and do, like, certain, like, tests and stuff for her and all that as a part of her class. So I was going down there when I was a little bitty. Mm. And then later on for months was going down there. And I'm like, Mm. I kind of know the place. I've kind of been there. Right few times heck most people from the area should know where that's at yeah so if that guy's a listener um told you so <laughs> let us know if you made it yeah <laughs> yeah send us a message and so any any interesting calls for you at all you've got one that's interesting on something that got lost something got lost oh yeah yeah oh i got two things i got lost so freaking i was on call not this weekend. Last weekend, I was on call. And last weekend, dude, was like every dog from here to Pakistan was freaking <laughs> running loose, man. It was just nonstop with dog calls. But uh, I get this call, or, well, yeah, 
I'm trying to think if I was if anyway, it is irrelevant. I get I get contacted about this this dog that's up on the north side and it won't come out of this. It's hanging out around this guy's female dog and he don't want to approach it because he says this thing's huge. And so I call him and he's like, Yeah, man, this is a big dog. This dog's massive. Looks like something from caveman days. Like I've never seen a dog this big. And I'm like, Oh, and you call me. Thanks. So uh, I get up there. Yeah, just go up to it and grab it. He'll, he'll be cool with it. Get her. <laughs> so I get up there, and, like, he said it's, like, in the doghouse next to his female. And it just won't leave. And so I kind of, you know, come walking around, and I see the doghouse, and I can see something move in there. So I'm like, all right. So I start trying to whistle to get it to come out. And I see this head, and it was every bit the size of a, of a basketball come out of this freaking doghouse. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> and uh, the the female dog starts kind of coming towards me, come jumping on me and stuff. Well, he sees her move, so he starts coming out of the out of the doghouse. And, dude, I don't know how he got in there. He had to have been wrapped around himself twice. This thing was massive. It was freaking huge. His feet were every bit the size of an iPhone. They were massive. And so he's like a, like a mastiff, some kind of like mastiff pit thing i don't know but anyway so i got this dog and i'm like okay well he seems to be cool i just don't know how i'm gonna load him up because i'm on a catch pole he doesn't have a collar i don't have any rope because i'm not a freaking cowboy i don't roll like that jump on him right his ass i should have <laughs> i could have god but uh so i'm trying to figure out and i get him over by the car and i'm like man i don't want to just grab him you know because i don't know him like i don't you know you just don't yeah. want to take that chance of getting freaking eight and uh the guy that called, he comes out with some old pizzas. So I end up, you know, luring him into the car. I pulled a trick out of the Renix handbook, and just lured <laughs> it into the car, you know. And he's he's chilling. Is that how you get Renix to come to work? Yeah, <laughs> got to lure him with food. I'm like, hey, your shift's about to start. I just woke up. Uh, they made biscuits and gravy. Shit, bet. I'm on my way. But I I get him in the passenger seat, and everything seems to be cool, you know. And uh, he's looking around, and as I start to take off, he freaking lurches forward real quick and dents my dash up. And uh, then he starts spinning around and trying to go into the back of the Tahoe, but he can't get past because there's like a gun rack and some other stuff. So my window's cracked, and he notices that. So then he's like, oh, I'm going over there. And there was no stopping this dog because he, he like came over into the driver's seat behind me. I'm driving, mind you. And he freaking, like, slammed me forward into the steering wheel. So I'm, like, freaking little old bitty hunched up against the steering wheel, and he's, like, trying to get this big-ass snout out my window. Well, then again, it starts to occur to me, I don't know this dog. You know, it's like I'm getting freaked out because one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to chew my face off or he's going to try to fuck me. He's going to onyx you. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, like, I, I was, like, God, it's me again. <laughs> if something's gonna happen just just let it just maul my face off <laughs> please not the other so especially if you're driving down the road oh and God. people see this there wouldn't have been no i'd have just had to wait till he was done there wouldn't have been nothing i could do i just had to take that l man but so i get to the kennels and i'm still slammed against the steering wheel and he's like right here by the door and i can't shove him I, I can't get him out of the seat. And so, damn it. You're trapped in the car. I was stuck, yeah. 
And so I get my phone and I call our ACO and I'm like, bro, where are you at? And he's like, well, because it was about the time the they were doing the Christmas parade, the float thing. He's like, oh, I'm getting the float ready. And I was like, dude, I need help. I'm at the kennels. And he's like, what do you got? Where are you? And I'm like, at the kennels. And he's like, no, I mean, where are you? Like, why are you not showing? And I freaking got the phone up. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> that ain't good. I was like, no. He's like, well... I got it all, the float hooked up to my truck. I can't drive down there. Can you come get me? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so now again, I'm like, I can't get him out and I can't get him into the kennel. So I'm like, okay, I got, I got no other choice but to try to back up and get the ACO. So I'm like, I'm either going to get hit by a car because my vision's all jacked up or again, I'm going to get humped by this massive dog <laughs> or I'm going to move wrong and he's just going to bite me. So I get over there and the freaking ACO opens the back door to get in the car. And before he does, he starts, he dying, laughing. And the, the dog is still like chilling right here looking. And he starts taking pictures and shit. Like, he, <laughs> I was like, you're a bastard. <laughs> and he gets in and then the dog hears that noise. So it like comes out from behind me and gets back in the passenger seat. And it was, he was petting on it and stuff. And we get it over to the. Uh, get it over to the kennels and finally get him out. And I, I finally get calmed down. And I'm like, all right. So I got to get pictures of this dude. Well, I ended up posting him to our PD Facebook page. A mm. couple days pass, and this lady messages us. And she's like, hey, is that dog, is it older? Starts asking all these questions. And I was like, yeah, you know, somewhat. And she sends me a picture of this one that looks exactly like him, same color, everything. And she's like, I think it's my dog. And I was like, okay. She goes, but there's no way it can be because my dog went missing a year ago. And I was like, okay. And uh, I was like, well, y'all live around here? And she's like, no, they live in another county, like almost an hour away. And so she sends me these pictures of him when he, you know, of a dog, the same color and everything, same make and model, everything. And uh, like, I start looking at the feet and on his, the front, part of his paws he's got a freaking white stripe that comes from like what you know the first finger down to his what would be his little finger uh -huh. whatever and i was like yeah that's got to be the same dog but anyway yeah um i ended up video calling her and kind of like went around the dog and was showing her stuff yeah it turned out it's it's her dog and it's been for, gone for a freaking for year. A year dude i was like wow so she's a she's supposed to be coming and picking him up but oh yeah she was like she was like crying on the phone couldn't it was, believe it that yeah, you found him. She thought he was done. She thought that, you know, somebody either like picked him up and ran away with him or he was 10 7 somewhere. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, so he'll be getting reunited. So that was good. Which would be really good because he eats, he eats like a friggin' horse. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's, that's a big dude. I mean, he's his biggest one. So, oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Like a Shetland pony. But. And then uh, same day. Oh, these happened on the same day? Yeah, this is the same day. <laughs> so this is before the Christmas parade, the the dinosaur dog thing. But <laughs> after, well, while we're at the parade, ACO is like, well, hey, also this person called up and said that their uh, dog's missing. And uh, I was like, okay. He goes, well, if you get a call, it's probably theirs. And he gives me a description. It says it's a Cocker Spaniel and it's old. I was like, okay. He's like, well... Actually, it's, he's like, they said it's pretty much blind. I was like, okay. And, uh, hadn't heard it, seen it, nothing. Well, I get a call a little while later and it's one of the, one of our 
elderly ladies. And uh, she called dispatch, and then dispatch called me, and they're like, yeah, so she just called and said that there's a dog under her carport. It won't go. It won't leave. She's tapped it with a broom. It won't go nowhere, but she needs to go. Like, she needs to get in her car and leave, and y'all would know who she was. It's like, okay. Y'all would know who she was. Yes. Frequent flyer. She didn't She didn't leave no nothing. <laughs> Give them no information other than she had a dog under her carport, and it would not move. She's whacked at it with a broom, and it won't go nowhere. <laughs> but she needs to leave, so come and get it. It's like, all right. So I get up there, and under the carport is this matted up, black and white fur ball of a cocker spaniel. <laughs> and so I'm like, now, you know, now I've got to get this one in there. And I remembered him telling me it's freaking blind. So I'm like, great. She's whacked it with a broom. It's probably scared as shit. Now I got to yeah. try to pick it up. And this one's definitely going to eat my face off because it can't see <laughs> it me. It can't see. It's probably scared to death. <laughs> so I, I kind of approach it and I knew it. Somehow it knew I was there. I guess it could smell me or something because it was like Stevie Wonder and everywhere. Like it was just like following me, like some daredevil shit, like just off the wall. But I ended up getting it loaded up and uh, I took it back over to its owners and got it dropped off. Well, I called central to give them a disposition and I was like, yeah, that, that dog's back over with its owners now. Um, and, uh, Oh, you know, she said it wouldn't move when she whacked it with a broom. And she's like, she dispatches like, yeah. I was like, it's because it's blind. She's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, so poor dog freaking running around. But yeah, man, we've, uh, it's kind of been a whole mess of dog calls here recently. Yeah, you had an eventful week last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it the week before when you had the fundraiser? How'd that go? Uh, it went pretty good. We ended up raising, I think it was somewhere around two something. And then with the match from the Masonic Lodge, it ended up being like 500 and some odd dollars, which I've got to set up a deal to, to have the chief come pick up a check. And then... Um, I don't know I'll be able to get him in kids' clothes and stuff or whatever they need. Oh, yeah, for sure. Trying to recoup everything. We did that. And then... uh Oh, yeah, and you had me out in the freaking deer woods this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't have you chasing that naked guy. I don't know what it is, man. Oh, did I end up telling you the full story on that? No. It was a whole freaking X thing. That's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, she called in and said that her, I think she called him her husband. But what it was, it's actually their exes. They've split up. Mm -hmm. And she said that he's sending pictures to her saying that he was going to kill himself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, when she got to telling everything about that, then she the real truth came out at the end. And she said, oh, well, he's got warrants out of know, some county, oh, a couple of counties over or something. Being petty. Yeah. So she wanted us to just go out there and find him and arrest him. Mm-hmm. So here we are, you know, we're thinking, dude, we've got some guy that's going to try to off himself. So, mm-hmm. you know, holler at you, you come out there and then. And, and what was the, how many acres did we have to go search for this guy? 20. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, judging by the picture, she believed he was by a pond or something. I didn't find him. The other deputy did. So yeah. I don't oh. know exactly where he found him at. Right there. Cause I, I mean, in it, ooh, I had walked past where that guy came out of. So he had to have seen me. 
because mm. I got I got way back up by that freaking pond back in there, and he had to have seen me. Which that brings up a, a thing that I wanted to touch on, you know, because you guys pinged his phone. Oh yeah, and there was that interesting little thing that happened with the phone ping, where it showed different locations. Yeah, what like a mile? Yeah, showed that he was like a mile west west of where he was. Yeah. So for all everybody that thinks that we can ping a phone down to, yeah, you know, right exactly where you're at accuracy, no, mm. no, no, because then because I think before I got there, the other deputy had looked in the area that he was told he was at, and then he got that location and he came out of the that guy's property and was all his hands were all cut up and mm. pants were torn and. So he goes over to the other spot, and I went over there with him. Well, the picture that she had sent, it looked like he was in, like, a creek bottom. Mm -hmm. So we go down to the creek bottom, and it had recently rained. So I'm like, well, it's going to be clearer through here. Let's just walk. I'm going to walk through the creek. Mm -hmm. It had dried up, but it was still kind of muddy. So, you know, it wasn't a real gradual bank. It was kind of steep in areas. So I was like, I'll just jump down in this jump yeah you yeah so i work out i jumped down in there and i my foot landed on the side and it was like you know it was like slickered and greased owl shit right mm-hmm. there my foot goes out from underneath me and i freaking hit the ground and then i get pissed because yeah, I, I heard you cuss from where i was at him <laughs> well that was the second time in like less than a week that I've been looking for somebody, and I ended up getting tripped up or slipping on something and falling. Mm. And I'm like, like I've still got the gashes in my leg from where that barbed wire fence cut into me. Yeah, see, and those are pretty nasty. I ended up having one from where that freaking thorn, that vine thing I was bitching about, yeah. caught me across <laughs> the thigh. Oh. Yeah, and you're all like, he's got me out here in the damn deer woods looking for somebody. And- yeah, and let me just clarify, like... When I say deer woods, I'm not talking about, you know, like a, a moderately wooded area, you know, like where there's some trees. I'm talking about we were out in fucking Sasquatch country. Yeah, it was some thick it brush in there. Thick. <laughs> I had nothing. Yeah. These guys, nothing. He, he got to saying that. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, city cop. Yeah. I'm, like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, princess. You I, can go back to your desk. <laughs> no. Because our, I mean, I've had to go down our, uh, you know, our alleys are somewhat grown up i mean that's not that's not a big deal but (laughs) but i'm saying where you had me i was i could hear banjos (laughs) once once i got out there towards that freaking pond uh, i was giving myself probably about 20 minutes before i got freaking ape raped by a sasquatch (laughs) well and then we go through all that that had been the second time i'd almost been ape raped by We, you know, we're all cut and scratched up. And I've got mud all over me. And then we finally go back to his place and start walking through there. And then here the guy is. Oh, yeah. And we're like, uh, hey, are you all right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, and he looked at us and he's like, what the hell are y'all doing here? Yeah. Like, Didn't even want to talk to us. He's like, well, I'm going in the house. Yeah, we told him what he had and that he was out there walking in the woods and stuff. And he goes, well, it's my property. Can I not walk in it? <laughs> I was like. Yeah, I get. And then the guy was like, and matter of fact, this is my property. I don't want y'all here. Y'all need to leave. Yeah. He's a bastard. Yeah. I'm like, like dude, excuse we're, us for trying to freaking help you. <laughs> yeah. We're here checking on your well being. And you're like, screw you guys. Get out of here. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, that was a, that was BS. I'd like to find that old gal and just. Yeah. And that, I guarantee you that's all it was. She just wanted us to go down there and arrest him for his Mm -hmm. warrant. And then come to find out his warrant was for like a speeding ticket. Mm Mm-hmm. And the uh, county that it was in, they didn't even want him. Really? Yeah. And they're like, no, it's just a speeding ticket. Tell him to call us and take care of it. Yeah. Since, man, since COVID, they've been a lot of that. Yeah. Fines and costs and traffic and stuff. They don't even want them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad y'all got all cut up and muddy and, Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, just tell him to take care of it. (laughs) Okay, great. Yes, I'll go F myself now. (laughs) Yeah. And that's where you want to call that lady up and be like, why in the hell are you putting us through this? Mm. <laughs> that was that was interesting, to say the least. Yeah, especially his thing is like, well, it's my it's my property, and walk through it if I want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. He goes, and you know, did, did he tell you what he was doing while he's walking back there? What's that? Smoking weed. Oh. <laughs> and then while the other deputy was talking to him, he goes, well, "I'm going to smoke some right now." And he goes, well, I don't care if you do. Yeah. <laughs> he got a little pipe or whatever. And he said he lit it up right there. <laughs> yeah. Which is still weird. I know. And everybody acts like they're just, you know, freaking stepping on your pee-pee when they're just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I got my card. You can't do nothing. It's like, I don't give a shit. But yeah. If it makes you feel better, whatever. You got me. I can't do nothing. Yeah. You know? And you know, out of all the people that I've dealt with, the ones that are smoking marijuana are the ones that don't give us any problems. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're the most relaxed, chilled out people. It's the ones that are freaking on that meth or uh, drunk. Have you ever seen anybody on Spice? Mm, I might have. Spice. And that stuff was really big back in the day when they, it's not, it's not marijuana. It's like some kind of something is smokable, and they spray like a chemical on it. It's supposed to be incense is what it's sold as. Yeah. But uh, I had a guy. It was a, what is he? Wasn't really running people off the road, but he was driving like he was intoxicated or whatever. So I go pull up. He pulled in the quick stop and uh, pull up, just check on him, make sure it's not a medical event. And the guy's like, couldn't keep his freaking eyes open, kind of like slumped in the seat. And I'm like, man, you all right? And it took him a minute to like even that I was to register that I was talking to him. And then he was all slurry. Eyes were all bloodshot. <laughs> I was like, man, why don't you step out? Let me talk to you for a minute. And so he goes, he goes to do it, man. And he like the door just kind of flinks open and he goes to step out. Well, I say step. He was like basically falling out of the car and his freaking little pipe hit the ground. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like he knew. But, uh, yeah, that one, man, that's some nasty stuff. He ended up, uh, getting, uh, what is it? DUID. Yeah. But the, uh, at that time, spice wasn't recognized as like a controlled substance. It wasn't on any, you know, regular regulatory anything. And so it ended up getting dismissed. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch the video, you can tell he is impaired. Like there, he should not be driving. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't stand it. You deal with, you see those people walking down the road eating air biscuits and they're like, oh no. No. So then you go and talk to them and, and it's not like you can just go get them for public in talks anymore because mm. it says that, you know, they have to be disturbing someone's peace basically. Mm-hmm. So if they're just walking down the road and 
not hurting a soul. Okay. Well, I guess if like if y'all have an ordinance, you can enforce that. Yeah. But man, that. But yeah, you get them and they're on that. I I hate the meth. I hate it. Yeah. And they're all you know can't stay still. And then a lot of times you just detain them basically to get them to stop moving around and for like their own safety because they won't you know. Oh yeah. They'll be wanting to run out in traffic and crap and just like when Tweet. We were talking to him. He couldn't stay still. And then he just automatically started pulling crap out of his pocket. <laughs> and just random shit. Uh, I mean, all kinds of, what did he have? A freaking Roku remote and a <laughs> yeah. freaking 10 millimeter socket. He had like five of those. That's where all those go. Yeah. He's got them all. <laughs> I mean, just random, random shit. A battery. Yeah. You know, like. And then uh, he picked that spring up off the ground. He, he yeah. saw it and he's like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. Like, got a freaking It's just it. a spring that was out by the road. Ooh. And he Better goes and picks it up. <laughs> yeah. We so, haven't heard from him in a while. No. No. He's been, like I said, he's been minding his P's and Q's. I think I came through that one day and that was when his, he had like a miniature horse yeah. dog thing running around town and. He finally just gave it up and was like, I can't deal with this dog anymore. Oh, yeah. He was mad as hell at that dog. He's like. Then we got him moved out to Mississippi or Missouri or wherever he went. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever trade you the Chihuahua? No. Or Chihuahua, whatever it was? No. <laughs> no. Oh. The Chihuahua was there that day. Don't you remember me saying, hey, Chihuahua? Oh, yeah. He was out there. He was trying to get that, <laughs> that freaking donkey of his put up <laughs> oh. but well, hey we're gonna go ahead and call this one um we've got a guest that we're gonna be recording with he'll be on next week's episodes and from what i hear this guy is quite funny and the uh punchline to a lot of his things is renix oh yeah you'll love it yeah so you'll love it we'll need to play that one up about bashing on renix next week yes national will be the first of the year right uh will it Will it? It'll, it'll be close into the next year. We've got to, let's see. No, they won't be. Because we'll be the 26th and the 29th. All right. So our our first ones won't be until the 2nd and the 5th. Well, we'll end the year bashing on Renix probably. And we'll ring it in bashing <laughs> on Renix too. Oh. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're going to get out of here. Later. You have been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code05.co. That's Code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Code05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.